Hi, everybody, and welcome to Unified, a podcast feed from First Church Belmont Unitarian Universalist. We'll be sharing sermons and stories, special thematic content made new every week. We're so glad you're here, and for more information about who we are and opportunities to grow and deepen, swing by the church on Sundays or check out our website at uubelmont.org. And for now, enjoy this new content. Hi, my name is June. I'm a member of the UU. I'm a single mom of a boy, 13. I don't have a story per se about a member of my family, but this is more about my upbringing and corporal punishment. I was an adult before I realized what that actually meant. I thought corporal punishment was just the horrors of the horror of awful things that you could do to kids. I didn't know that that actually included like spanking and whooping as my family would call it. I thought as it was taught to me that it was more or less a tool used to keep your children in line. That saying no needed to have more of an impact than no. My mom, who was a big um, lover of the book, uh, Dr. Spock, which was apparently a Bible back in the day when my mom was raising me. And she said that in the book, they said that, you know, using words to a two-year-old is not going to have any impact on them. They're going to think it's just a game, um, a little bit of play. There might be some sternness behind the voice, but nothing that they really needed to pay attention to. So you needed to do something extra, a little something extra to make no have significance. Therefore, there would be a consequence. So a little tap on the behind, a little slap on the fingers, Therefore, when you said no, they were not thinking that you were protecting them from getting hit by a car. (laughs) They were just worried that if they didn't follow through, that they were going to feel something either behind, a little sting, a little tap, a little bit of pain, and something that was unpleasant for them. When I was growing up, I listened to stories of my mom telling me about how when she was growing up that you if you did something really awful you would have to go out and cut down your own switch and a switch is a big long branch from a tree and it had to be good and it had to be strong and it had to carry a significant impact and the significance of, pack, of getting your own switch is that if it wasn't good enough, then whoever was administering the punishment was going to have to go cut one, and that was going to be even worse. So you better get a good one. There was one time she was telling me, and I don't remember what the crime was. I'm not even sure if she knew what the crime was, but she was told to go get a switch. So she went out. And she found the best switch she could possibly 
could find hoping that it would be satisfactory and hopefully, you know, the punishment would be over swift. And when she got home, she gave this wish to her mom and then she immediately like ran out of the bed. And then, then there was the box springs only had springs on them. So there wasn't like a cloth covering them as they are now. And she affixed her toes, both her feet and her fingers of her hands to the springs so that my grandmother could not reach her. So my grandmother then proceeded to move the bed all around the room, trying to get her, trying to shake her away, shake her off from under the bed. And my mom held on for your life, actually. (laughs) And by the end, I don't know how long this exercise went for, but by the end, my grandmother just started laughing. And she said, come on out, girl. I'm not going to whoop you. Because she thought it was just, you know, she was admired. She admired her resolve of her being able to kind of stick it out and not come out from under the bed. For me, when I was growing up, I had, there was a dog collar. (laughs) And I think maybe I got slapped by it a couple times before I realized that, like, I, it's not something I wanted to do. So whenever I was pushing the boundaries and my mom set her mouth in a certain way, I knew that the leash was coming. So I just avoided it at all costs. And at one point, my mom found a belt, and I think she thought that that was going to be worse. So she started using the belt instead of the the dog leash. And she couldn't understand why I was continuing the behavior that I was being told not to do, being punished for doing. And then she realized that the, the, actually the belt actually made a lot of noise, but it hurt less than the the dog collar, the dog leash. So she tested me. So one day when I was getting into trouble and she was reaching for the top of the refrigerator because that's where they were both kept, she asked me, which one do you want? Do you want the collar or do you want the belt? And I'm like, mom, uh, you know, please, please, you know, all right, all right, if I pick one, I'll pick the belt. And then she knew. And she got the dog collar, dog leash, whatever it was. And that was what she used afterwards. And then after that, I fell in line, or so she told me. But I do know that this type of punishment did keep me out of trouble. Even as I was getting older and probably too big to be spanked, It kept me from sneaking out of the house. (laughs) It kept me from lying about homework. It kept me from doing anything that I thought that I might get in trouble for because I did not want the leash. So we have evolved decades past Corporal punishment has been, you know, really frowned upon. Certainly uh, whoopings and spankings is not something that's really accepted in our society. 
So I never used that form of method on my child, except for one time. One time he was about four. Again, I don't remember what he was doing. But I do know he was pushing me. I was telling him to stop doing or behaving in whatever way he was. And he not only continued the behavior, but he was sort of laughing and mocking me. And the more upset I became, the more amused he became. And that enraged me so that I was like, okay, this is it. And so I pulled down his pants and I gave him a little whack on the tush. And instead of the reaction that I thought, that he'd be upset and remorseful and sorry that he pushed me into this, he actually like ran away and he went into a corner and he huddled there and he looked at me with these eyes and through his mouth he said, I knew you never loved me. Those words, like a dagger in my heart. And to this day, I still regret that. I immediately went over and gave him a big hug. You know, we did make up. I don't ever remember him pushing me like he did that day again. I mean, he's, there certainly have been challenges. Um, but never to that extent. Even though I've gotten really mad <laughs> since then and like totally lost my cool. But never to the point that I would actually raise a hand to hit him. But it sort of drove home like, oh, how can we do this to our kids? And he remembers it. And what's interesting is that there are shows about sort of the African-American way of life. There's a show called Family Reunion, which is set in the South in Georgia. Um, and there's a show that was, that the Family Reunion is, is fairly recent in, in this last few years. But then there's Everybody Hates Chris, um, which is a story about Chris Rock and how he grew up in Brooklyn. And in both those shows, they utilize the whooping and the spanking and the belt. And it made me think, it's like, okay, I wasn't crazy. <laughs> this actually was part of my past. <laughs> and they're talking about it in today's language. But I feel like it really doesn't have a place in society. Though it's interesting that it feels like it's a part of my culture. And when you look up corporal punishment, it's not, you know, it's mostly about doing really awful things like electrocutions and, you know, waterboarding and all other sorts of torture devices. But spanking is in there. I'm really not sure what to do with this. I don't know if I would condone spanking um, in another family member, if they were to tell me the story now, but I just wanted to share this was my experience. Okay, thank you.